0: Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 42. In this episode, we'll be talking about global and action die timing, our PDC prep segments continue with a DC draft tips, and we wrap it all up by comparing and contrasting cards that have similar abilities. So let's kick it all off with a Rules Forum update. Okay, guys, we are here back with Dr. J. So, Rules Forum time! Yep, more yeah, rules. Yeah, so we had four new rulings. We're only actually going to go through two of them. Um, the first one actually has been a question for a while, and we oddly enough, we barely debated it right before they posted it. Yeah, like this.
1: the day before.
0: Yeah, so this is actually a little bit of a throwback to our segment with the Ultraman team using Kryptonite Green Death. And it has always been a question, It's like, can we use it on a sidekick because technically that is a character die in the field but there's no card to blank so is that considered a valid target or not Um, so there's two questions written um, posted to the rules forum so one of them was when using kryptonite green death can I use it against sidekicks and the second one when using kryptonite green death can I use it against my opponent if they have no character die in their field zone I actually got a clarification they meant can I still use it if my opponent's field is empty yeah Uh, they were the, the reasoning was like it was late at night i could have worded that better but yeah you know <laughs> so that's that's totally fine
1: yeah i i would have liked this ruling i mean my i was on the other side of this this argument when we were kind of debating it i was like well the sidekicks don't have cards to blank so they shouldn't be valid targets but that's not the way the ruling came out so sidekicks can be targeted i also wish that it limited it so that t- characters could only be targeted once by a kryptonite you know because their ta- their text is blank you can't ignore it twice but that's not the ruling yeah. either. so you can continue to use kryptonite on the same character over and over and over again as long as if you don't want to blink your Ultraman, Ultraman
0: which makes that Ultraman team just so much yeah it more makes it, it better yeah. so
1: it makes it harder to counter I really hope some of the upcoming sets have more solid counters to it mm-hmm. but for now I think it's
0: yeah so so the exact yeah. wording they, they put so for the first question you can target sidekick dice with kryptonite green death they don't have any text on their card to ignore um, so I actually just thought of this. So do they consider sidekicks having a card with that last line saying they don't have any text on their card to ignore?
1: No, because I think there was a previous ruling that said sidekicks are considered level one characters and don't have a card. Cause certain cards that say, you know, put the die back on its card, th- those don't work with sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so,
0: okay that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then the other one is you can't target your opponent with kryptonite since they aren't a character die. So yeah. it, I, I think that's more to reinforce saying that if it's a character die in the field, you can target it with kryptonite.
1: Yeah. And Barring, you know, other effects and your, stuff. But your yeah. opponent doesn't have a card to blank either. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's, that's the quick one. And so,
0: you know, build those Ultraman teams. I want to hear from you guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like Ultraman. <laughs> um,
0: and the next one, this one is... Um, an interesting one It's a little bit more based on keywords. So the title of it is Retaliation on Justice League Characters. So they wrote, there are multiple Justice League-affiliated characters with retaliation with the following form. Retaliation, if an affiliated character is KO'd, deal one damage to an opposing player. Um, And the question was, does this ability activate when the affiliated character being KO'd belongs to my opponent? So say you're playing a Justice League retaliation and your opponent has a Justice League character that you KO, does it trigger? Um, And um, because their, their, their reasoning was the version of retaliation quoted above does not explicitly state they must be my characters unlike the version on Black Manta. Yeah. Um, and what the, this is how they wrote it back. So usually the reminder text for abilities doesn't give the full explanation of what they do. The Dice Master's keyword page describes retaliation as follows. Retaliation, if an affiliated character you controlled is KO'd, deal one damage to an opponent. Um, and then they also put Black Manta has a special version of this. Yeah. Um, I think the good takeaway of this is that keywords on the cards should be considered as abbreviations and you should check either the rule book or the keyword page, most likely the keywords page because they do actually a pretty good job of updating those keywords there.
1: Yeah. Another great example of this was iron will that came out in the world's finest set. Like the, the first cards with iron will had the text, this character can't be KO'd unless it was previously damaged this turn. And that was confusing on, on several levels. It's good to have that reminder text there, but WizKids, if you go to the 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 keywords page, the the text on Iron Will is, is long. <laughs> it's a big, pretty pretty thick paragraph about what Iron Will does. So, if you if you have a question about how a keyword is ruled. Make sure you go to the keywords page because lots of times the cards are just incomplete.
0: Yeah, I mean because – and it makes sense because you only can fit so much text on a card before you run out of room. So yeah.
1: you got to save space sometimes. Unless it's Squirrel Girl. Yeah, you can fit an unlimited amount of text on or, it. Or
0: Captain Universe. <laughs> I don't know how they fit all that text on Captain Universe. Uh, so those are the two rulings that we are we covered today. So if you don't know where the rules forum is, it's win.wizkids.com forward slash b B as in boy – you can check them out, and they do post occasionally. And when we do, Dr. J kicks off the show. That's right. All right, Dr. J, we will have you back later on in the show to compare and contrast cards along with some other nuggets of wisdom that you, you may have. Sounds good. Okay, we are back with the K.O. King and Ken Poole. How are you doing, gentlemen? Swell. Yep. Uh, I I can't think of uh, two other finer people to come talk about this subject that I find most new players tend to have the hardest time kind of mastering or understanding when to effectively do this. And that is timing your global abilities and your action die ability um, when you should actually use them. Because both in both cases, you have two chances to use them, one in the main step and then one in the attack step to use them. And some of your action dies and some of your globals work better in one, 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 one area than the other. Um, so where do we want to start? Do you want to start out with globals or action die?
2: Um, well, I like the first lesson that I think of with this is uh, applying overcrush, whether that be a uh, Hulk out or thrown car or anger issues or PIM particles. Uh, that is one that I have often seen new players at the end of their main step. They go, I'm going to give this guy overcrush and then I'm going to attack. Yeah. And I go, well, I'm just going to deal with that th- in whatever way is like Most best for me. me yeah. Um, and that's like the, uh, the the gold standard of use that in your attack step after you've seen that if I'm chump blocking your big guy, you give him overcrush, you're getting most of it through, and you get to keep your big guy.
0: Yeah, where, where you may be blocking your big guy because you're, you're you're planning on them getting blocked, so your overcrush is not... The math doesn't work out where it might even make more sense to give it to a sidekick that's going through just because you're going to get more damage.
2: Exactly. I mean, if if you give your big guy overcrush and uh i've got something with close to similar stats i'm going to block with that and do minimum damage you know or possibly i'm going to let that guy through because with you know except that i'm getting hit the one big hard time but he's out of the field you know and yeah. he's not he's not getting knocked out he's not getting blocked and staying he's going to the use pile he's got to cycle through your bag um, whereas with overcrush, whereas if, if I block it and then you apply overcrush, he gets to stay in the field, he does the damage, there's uh, a lot greater be- uh, potential for benefit as the attacking player to apply overcrush after you've seen where blockers uh, are being assigned.
0: Yeah, and I think this is a good time to remind people that you can use action dice twice because that's what I feel like a lot of players run into is like they forget that you can use that action dice You in can, your attacks,
2: though. You can use an action die only once, you can well, use it. Yeah, there yeah. are two yeah, separate opportunities, yeah, two opportunities of when yeah. you can use it. You cannot <laughs> yeah, use you them use twice. twice. You can't use them twice. You can use it once, but you have two different opportunities. And this is
3: the layered decisions that we've talked about to, to up your game. If I don't apply the overcrush until the attack step, or until I've assigned attackers, use established blockers. I've made you start to think about the math. And if you're just going to throw out. You know, a bunch of chump blockers. I'm going to apply that overcrush. So this is a decision I'm putting in my opponent's hands. They're going to decide, pretty much decide where I want to put the overcrush, and I think that that's a great decision to make them have because uh, they might not want to chump block, but they're forced to because you can apply that somewhere else.
0: Yeah. Um. So I. And so I. Th- I think Overcrush is probably the best example. Also, any cards that give you any kind of buff whatsoever.
2: Yeah. Any kind of buff or even um, an ability, like uh, kind of almost on the flip side of Overcrush, Deadly. Um, if you give one of your characters Deadly and then you attack with it, I'm obviously not going to block with one of my good guys. On the other side of that, if I want one of my guys, if I have a really good fielding effect, and you are going to chump block my little guy, I can use like my chimichangas to give your character deadly to get mine KO'd and coming back into the field.
3: And yeah. there there are other basic actions too, aside from deadly and overcrush that are good to play at, at, at certain times. Uh, I think uh, Mike does a good job of playing polymorph during the attack step. You know. And if you pair that with an overcrusher, you're you're definitely going to benefit. You know, I can swap one of my characters or one of my opponent's characters out. Uh, Another one is banishment. A lot of times, you know, banishment is I'm moving something from their used to their, or from their prep to their used. If I attack with a character like uh, rare Nightwing, for example, I can ping their character to the used and then get it over. So you want to know timing of your basic actions and best time to do those basic actions
2: don't just assume
0: yeah don't just play it in your main step cuz i think that's the biggest problem people are like well i got to use it now or i'm never going to have another chance to do it oh
2: yeah yeah you like and i mean there are some that if it's anything to do with drawing and and rolling dice um or, or blocking or,
0: or, or you know us, if, force, if it's force any of the the
2: force like assign or forcing uh your your opponent to block or attack or whatever you have to do that in the main step because once that uh, assign you, Attackers and Blockers window is closed. It is closed. They cannot assign attackers after that. Yeah,
0: you technically can play it, but the effect does nothing because you've yeah.
2: missed chance. Um, and, and the chance. And, you know, if you have uh, a superhero registration act or a relaxing, drawing those dice and rolling them at the end of your attack step, I guess, gives you the op- option to possibly do uh, globals, but you would have that... If you do it in your main step and you'd have the potential to buy or field other Other character guys, you know, so it's mostly the things that relate directly to attacking, blocking um, and attacking defense stats and then abilities granted to cards with a little bit of kind of the manipulation stuff like with uh, Polymorph. Um, But those are all of the things that you really want to focus on. Wait until you have all of the information.
3: Mordecai and Swords, another good one. If I'm attacking with three and they only have two blockers, I want to add that buff that's going to give them plus one to to the one that's going to go through. I just, you know, they're going to have to block two out of the three or they're just going to end up taking it. So that's another good
2: (laughs) situation. That one is... uh, definitely one that you want to kind of wait and the same thing with any of the buffing Globals you don't want to tell me that you're buffing up your one guy with a whole bunch of I'm bolts gonna use or fists. my my
0: sidekick is definitely blocking that one if it doesn't have Overcrush.
2: exactly um, and similarly if it does have overcrush if you've used your your Hulk out and you've buffed it a bunch with your globals you have essentially revealed your whole your whole hand to me I've there's nothing that you can do you've put all the information out there and I can Use it uh, to my own best advantage. Yeah, uh, and on the other side of that, if you wait, uh, I might think that you've got one plan, or uh, you know, I'm, I might block all your big guys, and you've got a chance to buff up a, and make a monster sidekick and really hit me with something that you know at, at the start of the attack step looks small.
0: Yeah. So, so speaking of kind of globals and stuff, so we kind of covered the action die and stuff globals on the other hand how do you time that because that is the one ability that you can also play during your opponent's turn so there's a little bit of timing you want to play with that too right yeah
2: that that's uh um one last thing on action dice you you don't get to save them yeah for your Unless unless it's a continuous and it has an ability that you can use on your opponent's turn um you don't get to use them. So like your Hulk-out dice, don't expect to be able to use that on your opponent's turn. You have to use it dur- during your turn, but I would recommend waiting until your attack and blockers are assigned.
3: And the continuous actions all say use during when, yeah, you're, you're glo- when, you, when you use, use, globals use global. So this also works for them. Yeah, That window for me and my play style in my game is huge for me in a, in a competitive environment and those, those areas because that is a chance for me, the way I look at it, as a chance for me to either take control of your characters or deal you damage on your turn when you're supposed to be dealing me damage. So it's really important to kind of take advantage of that window and see what you can do to disrupt your opponent's plan.
0: Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, let's look at a couple examples. Um, What are some globals that come to mind to you guys that may work better during the attack step versus doing it before? You, you declare your attackers?
2: Uh, again, anything that uh, buffs your attack or defense. Um, kind of one interesting one that uh, essentially takes the, the timing, uh, like the guesswork out of the timing is the global on Cone of Cold. You can only apply that to... you. It's pay a fist and give uh, a blocked, blocked character. character plus two attack. You can only assign that to a blocked character. It's not blocked until after blockers have been assigned so that one totally takes the guesswork out of it but i would always use any of the attack any of the uh attack buffs or defensive buffs in that same window if you know that your character with overcrush is you know not quite going to get through or it's only going to get through one or two you can buff up its defense or its attack rather um or if you're trying to defend against an Overcrusher and your character doesn't quite have enough to completely stop it, you can buff up its defense or even buff up its attack so that you're KOing your opponent's character. Yeah,
0: um, and, and I think the probably the two globals that probably are the best examples examples for this is one, the kal global, where you can pay a shield to switch its attack and defense. Yeah. That is great, especially when you're playing with a lot of those control characters that have the big, defense but like little one or two attack
2: yeah yeah that's definitely uh more of the getting into control and uh not just the straight buffing but yeah you want to do that like if you've got some sort of plan that one could be used at either time you know but it can be devastating if used in the uh attack uh the window after the attack step yeah
3: there's a a good time for the kal when you're using, say, a Lex Luthor on your team. He's got a 1-4, I think a one five, one six, something like that.
0: And, you, like, a lot of times if you're attacking with that and your opponent's not paying attention, right. you're like, I'll just take the 1, right?
3: Right, and then you yeah. swap it, and they're taking 4 to 6. So, you know, you want to somewhat not necessarily be deceitful, but you want to make sure that that you're playing in the correct order to take the most advantage of the situation, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So for me, uh, I always play a lot with the priority is passed, especially when I play since
0: so many mad games with that,
3: when I'm using, uh, say blue eyes and what I face is going to be, is going to kind of dictate what I do on timing, right? If I'm facing a dragon, for instance, and they've got a big uh, red dragon out there, he's going to breath weapon me. I can see he saved a bunch of energy, as soon as they pass priority, I'm going to blue-eyes my character, my Scarecrow, take theirs, and they've kept all that energy for themselves, and now they're kind of in a bad situation. Uh, there's other situations where I want to use, say, I want to block and then KO Scarecrow and then take the character. So it it really just depends on the situation and where you're at.
2: Yeah, I think that another one that kind of falls into that uh, more controlling aspect is the transfer power or Splinter's teaching global of just switching it up.
0: Like, one of the most effective and devastating uses of this global is not just using it once
2: but using it twice. So, So the global itself is pay a shield, swap the attack value of one of your characters with that of one opposing character. If your opponent has a big guy and you have only small guys, you can make your small guys big for the cost of one shield. If your opponent has three big guys and you only have three little guys, you can do it three separate times. Um, And defending against it, the most effective thing to do is to just transfer it back. So if you're prepared to use uh, transfer power, and you see that your opponent doesn't have any...
0: uh, If they have one shield and you have two...
2: Yeah, you you can make it work. Or if you see that they don't have any shields, then it's yours to to build the attack basically the way that you want it. And this which is is super powerful.
3: This is I think going to be big with the PDC draft series because I think this is a great draft card. It's a great uh, global with timing for a control player in the sense that a lot of the control cards have low stats. Um, and then when your opponent filled someone strong, you always can swap that. You'll have more in the field and then you swap. This is, and, and when you're playing against a transfer power, it's the same kind of theory. I've, I've told people when they play against me, when I'm playing scarecrow is the stronger your character is, is the stronger I am. So make sure that you're set up for that situation. Cause if I don't, if I have five characters out, you have three characters out, you filled a eight, eight. Lar, you know Larfleas or something. Um, I'm taking that eight, and it's going to be my sidekick or whoever you leave unblocked. So be prepared that if you're going to fill the strong character, that they're going to take the attack.
2: Yeah, if you if you see that your opponent has brought transfer power or Splinter's teaching, uh, be ready. Keep, yeah, keep, be, keep an keep, eye on keep it. Keep some and energy and, and, be, and be ready to transfer it back because it is so aggravating and and painful to not. Did, I mean, there's times where you just feel helpless when when you have no energy to, yeah, to and, spend. In and,
0: that. and Zach rolls six shields. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. When he rolls all of the shields and he, he just makes all of his small characters as big as your big characters, and his big characters get to stay as big as they are. Like, they, he, there's just no downside to it. It, and the, it can be really devastating.
3: The timing is important on that because if, if you play that transfer power at the wrong time, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Your your opponent's going to be able to play around it. You know, basically what you want to do is whoever's unblocked is going to be the strongest. You're going to transfer that to whoever's the strongest.
2: Yeah, and kind of as the uh, another bit of control that's um, an action card is nefarious broadcast. Yeah. So you can undo all <laughs> of that stuff and letting your opponent swap things around with transfer power or a kal or Ant-Man global or buff their stuff or whatever, any of the globals that they use that have an effect that remains applied to it, you can undo it with uh, Nefarious Broadcast. Yeah, especially that one can if you have. really, really strong in the attack step.
0: Yeah, especially if you have, like, say, a Professor X Global and then another Buff Global or something like that, that that they'll want to use it on, and they end up using it on the Buff or whatever instead of the Professor X. They've essentially just wasted their energy at that point.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah it and can then, be really, really rough. The
3: Nefarious Broadcast, I think, is going to be a card that. It gets a lot of play in the timing like we've talked about with other actions, I think is important. You may want to do some actions that will or some globals that will fully resolve before you cancel. So make sure that you, the globals that you use, yeah, keep in mind, it does right. do it for both players. Yeah.
2: And, and it completely shuts down globals from that point. So, uh, yeah, if you've got professor X and you want to do, do that before, uh, the end of your turn you want to do that before ne- the nefarious broadcast gets pulled out and similarly if you're trying to run pxg on your opponent's turn and you know that they have nefarious broadcast in their bag consider doing it on your own yeah. turn I know or, that, or consi- i know that dr j totally ruined <laughs> my ramp in one game by by <laughs> consistently being able to draw that nefarious broadcast so i had to uh I, I was constantly going, okay, do I purchase this turn or do I try to ramp for my next turn? What do I need yeah. to do?
0: Yeah, or or, or or even buy their nefarious... Because, I mean, it's a basic action.
2: So you yeah, yeah. buy it and ruin their day. Yeah, if you see it, uh, it's kind of a fun one to grab. I mean... Make sure, with, make sure with, it fits
0: with what your team's... With look, everything,
2: course. it's good to have a, a plan uh, before you start buying things up. But if you're in a casual game or if you look at or it and you just think just playing that, Dr. J yeah if you, <laughs> if you look at it and you think that either your opponent's going to seriously capitalize by having access to all three of them or that your team could capitalize by having one or two of them pick one up it's it's a fun one to mess around with it's a really strong basic action mm-hmm.
3: i think it's important too as we move away more modern play at least uh, in some areas and blue eyes doesn't see as much play Right now, there is other options to KO on your own side, I, I think. Oh, really? For me, during that will be cold gun. So you want to make sure that you're timing your cold gun right. Uh, that's personal preference. I think there may be other globals and and swapping that people are going to do to get rid of characters. But if I can time my cold gun right... It's the same as as blue eyes. So there are abilities that you can do that kind of open that window for you to damage your opponent during their turn.
2: Yeah, the the cold gun also. If you've got the one that blanks the text, you could take your opponent's uh, big giant overcrusher, and once they assign it to attack, you assign a sidekick to block it, and then blank it with your cold gun, and you have a fi- you have successfully chump blocked a big giant overcrusher.
3: And I think it's important timing-wise to know what to blank in situations. Exactly,
2: and and that's one of those things that you could try and blank their big guy uh, in the main step, and it might work out great for you, but having all that information, knowing what their plan is, knowing what they're trying to do on their turn with who they attack with or you know who your opponent blocks with, it, it gives you a better better knowledge base to, for what you want to do and how you want to use your actions and globals.
0: Yep. All right, guys. I I, I love this discussion about timing because it is one of those nuances, and I think it is probably one of the few quote-unquote hidden things that you can do in this game because almost all the information in this game is public for other people to see and yeah. f-
2: figure out. Um, so, and it's, all, it's also not super intuitive. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things that I've seen so many new players... Make that mistake of assigning overcrush before attacking, and I go, well, I know how to deal with that, yeah. and it, and it, it it really is, it's one of the easiest and quickest ways to get an advantage on your opponent.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we. I mean, we like having having these discussions. And if you're a new player and ha- have questions about part of the game, such as like timing or purchase order and stuff, let us know. And we'll, you know, we are always open to doing a segment about a question you may or may not have because you, you probably aren't the first person to have that question. And it's always
2: even for even for old players, it's sometimes good to have a reminder of how things work. Absolutely, and and also, if there's one of us whose opinion you want to specifically hear, ask for that person's yeah. opinion. You you know, uh, except Doctor J. Um. <laughs> no, you can get his opinion, then just do the opposite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we like whenever whenever people write in via the various channels, we we always kind of share that information. And especially if you ask for one person's opinion, it always gets back to them, and you end up getting mm-hmm. their opinion. So always feel free to contact and ask for someone specific if you want a, a specific opinion.
0: Yep. You can always email us, doubleburst at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. All right, gents. We will see you in a bit where we start comparing and contrasting things. Okay, we are back with Ken Poole and Dr. J. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. All yeah. right. Um, we're continuing our PDC prep series, this time focusing on... If your store is only doing a DC draft, because people have been asking, how do you know what set? You're going to have to ask your store what set they're going to draft or if they're going to have a theme and stuff because the PDC has let the stores decide what's going to be drafted. Um, And the one set that you'll probably see missing because it's not out yet is the new Batman set. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of stores are actually waiting to do their draft series until all that comes out, but we don't have
2: it yet. So yeah, that I think that that was originally the intent of the PDC draft series was to do uh, a new set that people didn't have because that set was slated for a February release. And it got pushed back.
1: Yep. We're still going to draft the draft the crap out of it when it shows up. Yeah, of course. Well, so, we do so, that with every set. Yeah, so, so
0: you'll, get, you'll get full coverage when it does come out. Um, but yeah. for now, I mean, let's look at the, some of the DC sets we have out. So let's yeah. start out with the first one, which is Justice League. And if we bought, follow the BE-READY acronym, if you pull that red-striped Constantine, you take it, and you take it good, and you just... No matter win or lose for the rest of the draft, you won the draft.
1: Every yeah. every rule yeah, has a, every rule has an exception though, so Catwoman might fall into that exception.
2: <laughs> and Flash definitely falls into that yeah.
1: exception. <laughs> if you have Flash,
0: <laughs> just take a lighter and just so put it on. nobody's gonna miss it. Black Canary
2: <laughs> is, Black Canary has got an okay super rare. Constantine is awesome. The other two are kind of lacking. Um, and so especially for something like PDC, if you really want that playmat. This would be a set that you might consider passing a super rare on your first yeah. turn. Um, the things you might pass them for, as crazy as it sounds, Common Cheetah is probably the strongest yeah. card <laughs> in this set. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, you you grab that definitely you, in a draft. You, you do not pass that. You just grab that. That is yeah. definitely an if essential. you can
1: pair her up with uh, uh, Black Manta and get some of that villain retaliation going, because then you throw yeah. him at him, she's going to deal the damage, and it's like, well, do I knock her out? Or do I take the and three take damage? Or, or do I take the three damage?
2: Yeah, Justice League is the only set that we've had retaliation in. Uh, Black Manta is got the strongest version of that for villains, and there are some good villains in this. I mean, there's a good Joker. Uh, Cheetah is yeah. probably, like I said, Common Cheetah is probably the strongest card in this yeah. set.
0: De- Deathstroke has a almost one-fielded
2: Deathstroke has an awesome ability that... Uh, deals with villains also. There's yeah. there's some really good stuff with Solomon Grundy. Like, there's a lot of good, strong villains in this yeah. set.
0: And if you can get the... what is it the uncommon dark side? That just, you can start wrecking havoc with. It's the one that Russ likes to use
1: all the oh, time. Oh, the one that when it's KO'd, you deal its attack or whatever to two different characters or something? Uh,
2: That's a starter character. Is it? So you're not going to draft it. No.
1: Well, the dark side in the set is... Well, he's active whenever you KO an opposing non-sidekick, non-villain character deal one
2: damage yeah, to an opposing the player.
0: Yeah,
1: that's so,
2: yeah. 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 good, too. Um, some of the other archetypes to look for, there is some synergy with Justice League. There's a little bit of uh, cost reduction. Justice League also has retaliation. Except uh, a weaker version of it. Yes, yeah, it that is a good. distinctly weaker version, but it's still an option. It's still a thing to do. Um, Batman... Him being a starter character, he's a little bit harder to get in the draft. But if you get a Batman, start looking for Robins and Batarangs. If you can get... I personally love the the uncommon Batarang, which is uh, deal one damage to a character or opponent, and then if you roll it on either the burst or double burst side, also put it into your prep area instead of the used pile if Batman is active. I've won games off of that. Yeah. I keep uh, a Batman or two and a couple of beefed up common Robins that get the plus three, plus three if Batman is active, and then I'm just pinging with my Batarang over and over and I have a wall you can't do anything to get through my massive massive Robins Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. and
0: if you get your hands on the uncommon one he's unblockable when Batman's on the field so then you're just like
1: go boy wonder sacrifice yourself for me yeah another good one is the uncommon Hawkman he's a good kind of support character for your team his is when blocked Hawkman deals one damage to an opposing player so he's another character you just kind of throw at your opponent and see do they do they do I want to take three damage or do I want to block and take one Mm-hmm. Um so I've I've had games where I've lost because I got pained to death by Hawkman and it's it's
2: not. It's fun, okay. So. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, there's Maybe there's also
0: you, a couple of yeah, it too. was me. Yeah, it
1: was you. <laughs>
2: it's that and Cheetah. So. You jerk. There's a there's also a couple of really good firestorms in this set. There's the common while he's active whenever you feel the bolt character, including himself deal two damage to a target character or player and then his uncommon is a four cost same thing as cheetah when it attacks deal one damage to target character or player actually i think Cheetah only does it to the player he can do it to a character or a player yeah. which can come in handy um yeah there's there's some cool stuff there's if, there's one more that i just can't yeah, think. And, and, oh here and, it is
0: red tornado is yep, another yeah that's the ramp yeah that is the ramp card it, and it
2: is such a good grab in this set. That's the, uh, you're, you're looking for the uncommon there. While well, he's active uh, once per turn, if you draw three or more sidekicks during your clear and draw step, you may put all the sidekicks into your used pile and draw four new dice. If you draw three sidekicks and a character, you only have to put the sidekicks to the side, so you get to roll five dice. Yep. Yeah.
0: And if you are a control player, the one card that I tell everybody to get, especially in Justice League, since the set's a little bit expensive, so there's a higher chance that they're going to be using action dice to create some ramp. Lex Luthor. Less Lex Luthor power suit, where Ugh. while Lex Luthor is active, your opponent must pay two energy to use basic action so dice. So
1: oppressive That's, when people bring, <laughs> they, when their win condition is based on actions. Yeah, Ooh, and, and so he's, he's
0: a four five six defense, so it is tough to knock him out and he can just wreck economies. Yeah, they
1: bring Superhero Registration Act. This is a great way to shut it down, or any ramp basic action. This is a good way to shut it down. Big Entrance, it's going to get shut down because, I mean, they decrease the cost of their dice, but they they have to use it. I mean, (laughs) it's a net zero. So, yeah, he's so good.
2: I would also, like, say that each of the Jokers is good in this set. Um, Yes, because
0: people forget about them, but you can lock out characters with the Jokers.
2: Yeah, you can lock out characters with the Uncommon. You can... uh, He's on. He can be hard to block if you get the common, and the rare uh, can be field clear if someone's playing affiliated. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and if you see Russ Abbott, just
0: just pull out a piece of paper. You'll <laughs> need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's move on to our next DC set, um, the one that is near and dear to my heart. And I may we have, can just skip this one. right? I, I may have gone before <laughs> <Oakley laughs> <laughs> buying it, but it's Warlight. Um, let's get the you know big the elephant out of the room. Rare lantern ring, you get it, grab it, go with it.
2: Yeah, rare, rare lantern <laughs> ring is is a one card win condition. It will not guarantee
1: you a win though, because but it will greatly increase it, your chances. You, of you will go undefeated, and then you it will betray you on the last game. It will ne- not roll the last game. You sound so bitter about this, boy. I hate this game <laughs> a lot. It is my least favorite <laughs> card in the game. So I hate it so
2: much. Um, anyway. <laughs> I would, my personal favorite in uh, War of Light drafting is getting Monk and Indigo 1.
0: Yeah, they because c- yeah. they, bu- they end up buffing each other up. Yeah,
2: um, with Indigo 1, she's a 4 cost, and while Monk is active, Indigo 1 gets plus 2 A and plus 2 D. And then Monk, let me pull him up here. He's a 2 cost, and while Indigo 1 is active, he gets plus 2 A and plus 2 D. So you're looking at a Monk, that if you have Indigo One active can be a, a four five a four five. four, a five four or a five five, yeah. and then the Indigo One, if you have Monk active, is a four six, a five seven or a six seven. I mean, they both just get huge. They're both commons. Um If you can pick up a couple of each of them, you've got monster beat sticks beyond that it's just figuring out a way to get them through mm-hmm. which shouldn't be hard because you're talking about a four cost and a two cost it's which pretty yeah, easy you, to, yeah you can get
0: it fairly early yeah. i mean i remember when that first set came out and i'm looking at my extra ones i have a disproportionate number of extra in my yeah <laughs> another
1: another good one to, to look out for i think is lissa drack she's got a couple of good ones it's the original bag stuffer that's right um <laughs> But not that one for draft necessarily. Uh, the common is, while well, this draft is, is active, at the start of your attack step, name a character. If at least one of those character dice blocks, you may move two dice from your... Oh, that's the bag stuffer. That's not the good one for draft. The uncommon is the good one. It makes your opponent pay two life to field a character you named at the beginning, and if they feel they want to field it, they have to pay two life. And then the rare, when she attacks, you may draw a die from your opponent's bag and swap it with a die from the used pile or return it to the bag. That's actually pretty good. Uh-huh. I mean, if, you, if you, they pull something yeah. that... They, they they really want to field. You can swap it with a sidekick, and then they have to wait to reload their bag again. Um, and she's cheap. It's always good to find cheap cards in drafts.
0: So. Yeah, and speaking yeah. of cheap cards, one card that seems to be always people kind of ignore is the two-cost fist at St. Walker because his ability is he can't attack or block unless a green lantern
1: is active. Boy, oh, he's so good, though. Yeah.
0: But the way you want to pair him is you pair him with the non-rare lantern ring, um, that gives Green Lanterns... It's the common yep. or the rare, yeah, both yeah. Green Lanterns.
1: Or the yeah. common Lantern Battery. They're yeah. all Green, green Lanterns. Uh, the nice thing
0: about the, green la- the common one, it's a three cost. It also gives him a plus one, plus one attack defense boost. But then you look at St. Walker's stats. This is, this, is, this is why it's such a good combo. He's, he's, oh, yeah. he's a one, two, three, five attack.
2: One, so One, three, five. Or no. one,
0: three, five, yeah. One, three, five. Yeah, he's
2: got four sides. So <laughs> one,
0: three, f- one, three, five attack. So you pair that with that ring. He's getting beefed up. He's got up, a six attacks. Yeah, if you get him yeah. on that th- level three side, there's going to be a lot of pain because you... Again, you're probably going to get them out fairly early in the game. Yeah, Just that's
1: not them. a cheap. That's not an expensive combo either. I mean, that lantern ring is a three cost, three cost, yeah. and Saint Walker is too. I mean, you could have your field full of characters with nice stats really fast if you go that yeah, way. Yeah,
0: and if you get the rare, he's a five cost, but he gets a plus two, plus two if there's Green Lantern active, and an additional plus one, plus one if there's any other Lantern
1: colors active too. So, so you're looking yeah. at like a plus three buff with the plus one buff from the lantern ring. That's plus four potentially he's getting, which would make him nine on his top level, which is also yeah. nasty.
2: Yep. Um, Another character that I like from the set is Jade. She's a Green Lantern, and each of hers has a form of somewhat conditional ramp, but I like all, all of them. I think she's probably the best uh, Green Lantern-affiliated character in the set.
0: Um, yeah, and uh, any of the parallaxes, that global yeah. will
1: help you in this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, not the uncommon. He doesn't have the global. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Fatality is... She was one that I always kind of had fun with. Uh, her common... Yeah, she's pretty good in draft. Her common one fielded deal one damage to target character for each different lantern color in play. So on that, you're going to count both players. And in War of Light, there's just going to be a lot of them because that's what it is. Um, so if you're running either... If you're trying to make a Rainbow Lantern team happen... Uh, she can be awesome, or if you know you you just get her, she's a three cost. She can she can be uh, some spot removal for mm-hmm. you, and then her uncommon works extremely well with the lantern ring, or uh, just sort of figuring out your timing. But when she's fielded, deal three damage to target player if you have three or more bolt symbols in your reserve pool. With the Lantern Ring, obviously, she's a Bolt character. If you have the Bolt symbols in there, you could do damage when fielding and when attacking. Um, if you don't have the rare Lantern Ring, field her before you make that purchase, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're going to purchase something else with those three Bolts, field her before you make that purchase. You get some free damage in.
0: Yep. Um, yeah. Speaking of a little bit of spot removal, this is...
2: I'm go- I know somebody in the room is going to be angry
0: at me for suggesting this. (laughs) But it is if you can get the rare Scarecrow with hallucinogenic phobias, his ability is when Scarecrow is fielded, choose an opposing non-villain character to die and roll it. If it is not a character face, KO it and any copies of the same die. So say if you are going against an Indigo Monk team, Mm -hmm. you field him, pick one of them. If you can get that character out, guess what? Their buffs are gone.
1: Yep. You know, the, the, the other versions of Scarecrow are not that bad either in a draft. They're, they're terrible outside of a draft. But the uncommon Scarecrow is when fielded, choose a lantern color while Scarecrow is active. When a die of that color is put into a player's used pile, Scarecrow deals one damage to that player. If they're going for like a, a green-blue lantern synergy thing going on, then you pick blue lanterns or you pick green lanterns. And if they roll it energy and it goes to the used pile, they deal a damage. Anytime it goes to the used pile, they, they take a damage if you let it through. I mean, it's a good way to get some ping damage
2: in. Yeah. Another one kind of like uh, Fatality is Miryrium, where she looks for different lantern ring or lantern colors being active. Um, Don't forget that she she has one too. She can be really strong, and she counts as one of them. Uh, I've used her to great effect on bolt ring teams in constructed events because with the ring active, I field her that makes two colors active, especially her common one that only costs two, I could also bring in another two-cost character Mm -hmm. with it.
0: Um, Okay, and then the last question, any of the super rares worth grabbing? That's, well, parallax if you need
2: the global, but... um um, there's pretty much there's full art versions of yes four that, of the yeah. black lanterns and those are the best looking cards in the game. Yeah, those much, black lantern full arts look amazing. Get them
1: in play. They're useless, but they look really good. Yeah, I've won.
2: <laughs> I've, <laughs> I, I actually won a game in a draft with, when I got uh the black lantern Superman. His his ability can be really mm-hmm. strong. He does damage to both characters at the start of the turn he, for their highest he level is character such in a field. Hard,
1: he is a hard card to make work, it's, but uh, I played I played oh yeah. with him. I drafted him my very first War of Light draft, got him out in the field all three games. He lost me one and won me two. <laughs> yeah,
2: he, you get so, him in the field, and it puts a hard timer on that game.
1: Yeah, I, it's like a four-turn timer. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, I would say out of all the super rares, the one that are sort of consistently... Would be the most reliable is the Starfire, where she when she attacks, she deals one damage to the defending player for each Teen Titan you have out, yeah. or e- yeah. each other active Teen Titan. She doesn't count herself for some
2: reason. The the Lantern Battery, super rare, in in a draft setting can be really good. Um, in constructed, it's kind of tricky to build around. Yeah. and just I think. just stay away from that Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, let's see. Also, like another another really good one is uh, Kyle Rayner. If you're doing Especially if you're going for single color lantern thing, he's, he reduces he's, yep, cost. He's a discounter, so and for for each other active one, and then there's also the Mira Global is a big one to look yeah, for. Yeah, where set.
0: reduces if you are going to take five or more damage, you can pay a mask and reduce it down to two. I don't
1: yeah. know. That's super rare. Wonder Woman's kind of a, a ring counter. If you can save shield, so one of the guys I know who's a huge Wonder Woman fan. Oh yeah, he's
0: like I've only found one use of using her, and it's just to knock her out. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> so if if you want to so try super and super rare Wonder Woman? Yeah. If you want to try and Why? build around uh Teen Titans, make sure you get the common Wonder Girl and uh Beast Boy's really good. Uh that Starfire, there's a couple of really good Starfires. Uh Teen Titans, they're underrepresented, but they are pretty strong.
1: Yeah. yeah. If you can get that common uh the common Wonder Girl and then you know, one of the Ravens that the, also makes it hard to target.
2: and Yeah, the rare Raven is a really good one for that. And there's so a couple hard. of Beast Boys that get yeah. pretty buffed up. Yeah, the be- there's yeah. two Beast
1: Boys. The common one's pretty good.
0: As long as you leave a fist in your in your reserve yeah. pool, he's going to get a buff. Or the, my favorite one is when you attack with the Beast Boy, you roll all your sidekick dice into your used pile, and he gets a buff. If I fist.
2: remember right, you roll all your dice in the used pile. Let me look yeah. at that real quick. If you're going team
1: Titans, though, take that common Wonder Girl because then— your opponent will have it's such side a hard kick. time dealing with your
2: with your field. Yeah, it's it's sidekick dice, but for each uh, uh, question mark or fist, Beast Boy gets a yeah. buff.
0: Yeah, I usually get lazy and just grab yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> <It's->
2: <laughs> That can be really strong.
0: Um, all right, so let's move on to our next set. And this one, I think all of us are very, very familiar with. It's world Finest because we just barely drafted it for a PDC yesterday. As this set of is so
1: stacked with good cards. I mean, I didn't realize it until we drafted yesterday and everybody had a good team. There are so many mm-hmm. good cards in this set and so much synergy. I
2: kind of feel like this set has... Uh, Even like every set kind of gets better with time as more things are released that can support it or that it can support. This set standing alone has gotten better with time. There's so much depth in it that I think that we all kind of just didn't realize how many different options and how many different things you can build around in this set.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, start from the beginning. Alfred, you just go Uncom- in alphabetical Al- order. Yeah. Alfred, I mean, he's solid. The uncommon. Uncommon Alfred. Super solid. Yeah. One of the other ones, still good if you've got a bat family team. If you've got some bat family synergy going, he's pretty good in a draft. Um, but definitely the uncommon. I was playing yesterday, and we were playing against our buddy Jeremy. If he, he didn't roll his Alfreds like four times. If he had rolled one, I'd have been hosed. It was yeah. that big of a deal.
2: So he can be really good. <laughs> continuing in alphabetical order, Bane has some strong abilities <laughs> and a really strong global.
1: global yeah. I lost because of that global yesterday. Yeah, definitely. That, that oh.
2: will happen.
1: I hate that global. Um,
2: his uh, his rare especially is really strong. When he KOs an opposing character die, he deals half that character's attack to your opponent, rounded down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's strong. I mean, it's a rare, so you can't quite count on it. But any of them, they're all really good. And Mm -hmm. he's got good stats. Yeah, big stats.
1: And Batgirl,
0: she's. Her Uncommon and her Super Rare are great. If you pull a Super Rare, if I'm not sitting next to you to the side that you're going to be passing to, grab it. But if I am, pass yep. it to me. Um,
2: <laughs> so, and that Uncommon yeah, that, is so good. For for three-cost mash, it yeah. cannot be blocked by sidekicks or villain character dice. And That can be that early game lead that just starts putting pressure yeah. on your opponent not that to, they can't quite come back not from. Not to
0: mention, I'll, I'll tell you the affiliation the villain affiliation is super common. Dude, this is silly so, with villains. You know, so, many, so many villains. In and this on so top
1: of that, yeah. it's got two allies, which is more sidekicks. So, yeah, this set is yeah. crazy with villains. Yeah. So she's really good yep. in draft.
0: Um, yeah, of, of course, Babs, if you haven't heard, is when Batgirl takes damage, deal four d- damage to target opposing characters divided any way you choose. Yeah. Excellent, excellent board
1: yep. clear. The draft Batman, I mean, I mean, the one that's in the packs, You take him, I mean...
2: It doesn't sound as good when you read it. It's got vengeance, which means whenever you take damage uh, and his ability is you KO a Batman, die, and return it to the field zone at level two... That doesn't sound great, but there's some really, really good synergies in this set yeah. that go with it.
1: I was I was playing with Bruce Wayne and his was when one of your dice is KO'd you've put Batman in the field at level one from your bag or your use pile. Okay, then if I take a point of damage, I spin him up to level two and he's yeah. and he, there's so much synergy with Batman in this set. You've got Commissioner Gordon, Robin you've got Robin. It's um, it's a yeah. good idea to take him and he's rare because there's only
2: one in the boosters. Yeah,
0: so I, I think uh, I know on our pod we had like one or two die total
2: <laughs> of Batman. In in our pod because I was in a different pod than you two, I think that we had three Batman dice and I got two of them.
1: Yeah, yep. Our pod had two. I got one of them. Yeah, yep. Okay, um, Bizarro.
0: I think he's a little bit better in constructed than draft. So our,
1: although Adrian expensive. was wrecking with him yesterday. He bought. He was able to buy Bizarro and. I think it was the,
0: the rare. The, rare yeah. or the seven cost too? The rare is really He was strong. able to buy it,
1: and if you can buy it and you can get him out, you can win really fast because there are quite a few characters with globals in yeah, this set. Yeah,
0: and, and he has automatic overcrush built in, and he gains yeah. plus two, plus two for each character with a global ability your opponent has.
2: Well, yeah, um, there's
0: not a lot of globals in, in the set, but there's a f- fair amount on the, what I would say, common cards that you yeah. will find yeah. in the draft set. I think yeah, exactly. I think
2: there's just enough globals to make him a good grab in a draft. Maybe not your first pick. Yeah. But yeah. with him being as expensive as he is, most people aren't gonna make him their first pick.
1: Yeah. If you get him later on, take him. He yeah. can be a solid like if you if you whiff a roll, buy him and and throw yep. him at your opponent. Yeah.
0: Um, Black Lantern's probably the most powerful out of all of these Black Lanterns that are in there. Anti Monitor, yeah, Anti Monitor. Oh, it's oh. so good.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so, so he,
0: yeah. When fielded, KO all Anti Monitor dice. That's not
2: going to do it's anything. A non-issue in draft. Yeah. And kind of a non-issue in general because yeah. there's not a really good Anti I've seen
1: that. I've seen that effect on any of those cards work once, and it was Russ that did it. in a very <laughs> limited format. Yeah.
0: But his ability is when Black Lantern Anti Monitor attacks, the defending player loses two life. Loses, might I add, and Black Lantern Anti Monitor gets plus two until the end of turn, and his S- attack stats
1: are five six and seven with yeah. equal defense stats <laughs> so, yeah. he's so good
2: he's a six cost fist he's got fielding of one one two it's um it's a monster die I mean the loses two life rather than two damage there's no way to mitigate that every yep. time you attack they're gonna lose two damage and then they're looking at taking six or 7, 8, or 9 damage if they don't block him. He's yeah. huge. Yeah. He's just and, huge.
0: And y- there's a low chance he's going to get
2: KO'd either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a super rare, so, yeah. you know, like, obviously, if you, if you open it, get it, just like with pretty much any other super rare. Um, but also use him. Yeah. You know, definitely use him. Don't just draft him for the red stripe. Draft him and use him.
0: Yeah, because he'll, he'll he'll do you tons of favors. Um, Let's see. I mean, this set is huge. We could spend all day on it. Yeah. So um, what are some of your guys' other highlights going through the, this set? Um, uh, two, of course, we got to mention Two-Face, the uncommon. Yeah. You have uh, to have
1: uncommon Two-Face. I mean, there were four people who drafted him yesterday, and he's really good. He totally he betrayed all of if them. Everyone who drafted him. But he's so good. If he rolls, uh, my my obvious plug is uncommon Doomsday, and pair that with the trusted even friend even the regular Doomsday. Action. Since
0: there's enough, yeah, it, there's a yeah, lot of villains. He's cheap, out there. and there's
1: a lot of villains. He he gets good damage, but that one is a good field clear. You can send stuff to the used pile. Rare Dick Grayson is like Two-Face with a little bit more
2: Batman family so. Yeah. Lean back on that Batman. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, you can yeah. you can uh if you can get a commissioner Gordon ping yourself and your opponent you're going to knock out your Batman return it to the field at level 2. Dick Grayson gets buffed and he can do damage to your opponent. Yeah. And like, if, if you have the Robin already on the field too it's, it's it, plus it yeah. gets re- really really brutal. Common um,
1: uh common Harley Quinn is another one. Where uh, she makes villains one less to field. I got ruined because Steve had that and was had an all villains team, fielded them all for free and could keep buying stuff. He outpaced me. Yeah.
0: Superwoman, the common superwoman is great because if you only have three yeah. bolts buy her and you just got her for yeah. less
2: than what her printed uh, cost is carmine falcone i think oh, that yeah. carmine falcone yep. is good at every rarity his his uh ra- is common when fielded if you have fewer sidekicks in the field than your opponent deal two damage to that opponent that's strong especially early game he's a three cost fist he can be really really strong um the
1: rare nightwing when he attacks deal four damage divided however you want amongst your opponent opposing characters he's really good if you can get a couple of him out it's basically an automatic field clear.
0: Yep, um, and of course, Ultraman, If you get the Super Air, definitely play it. Yeah, he's or, not that important. <laughs> or, if, or if you get the Common, you know, the <laughs> Common's pretty good too because he gets a plus four, plus four every time and, you use a
2: And with that, you want to grab the Common Kryptonite. Yeah. Whether you get uh, anyone, anyone on your side that uses it or not, Kryptonite is extremely strong. Yep. Anything where you can blank text is really good, and Kryptonite does that at two cost.
1: Yep. All right. Anything else before we jump to our last set? Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you're running villains, the Penguin's a good buy. He pings your opponent if they field non-villains. Um, that's a, that's about it. Or, Oracle, is, oh, yeah. yeah, Oracle,
0: Oracle can be good. Uh, she's uh, a little weaker than the Lex Luthor. Oh, oh yeah, Lex say.
1: Luthor is another one. Oh, yeah. The common Lex Luthor, the uncommon Lex Luthor is vital if you're playing against someone who's drafting the the Two Face, because it reduces
0: the first damage you take. Yeah, you, would take yeah, the turn you can reduce Two
1: Face's damage to one. And let him through. So that uncommon yeah. Lex Luthor is Why hard, would you reduce
0: it, my two two if, damage to one, man? Why if, would,
2: you're running, <laughs> if you're running if you're running the them. common penguin, is really good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, um
2: there's a, a poison ivy that basically has deadly.
1: It the rare is also before. kind of like a, a one damage to your entire your opponent's entire field. I she would have been great for me yesterday, except she didn't roll when I needed her. But yeah, she's oh, good. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, okay, so now to the last but not least and the newest set of all of them, of all the DC sets, and uh, that is Green
1: Arrow Flash. That's right. Um,
0: we're all drafting Amanda Waller card, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> she yeah. was one of the hidden gems from this set, the uncommon. <laughs> we're going to talk about the essentials, the ones you absolutely <laughs> want to take. Uh, Flash? Barry Allen?
0: Maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no. All right, so w- w- what's the first thing that comes to mind when you get it?
2: Um, opening your king times. shark oh man king, king, king shark, shark rare, rare. is king so shark
1: good with common Hell jordan yeah.
2: yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. Cause you want it, you want it with that common hal jordan
1: I'd, I'd pull the common hal jordan general
0: yeah like, like i know there's somebody in our group who doesn't think
2: it's a good card but
0: i think it's awesome for its cost <laughs> and its stats yeah the two first, cost the, its stats
2: it's a it's a crossover there is uh you know this is the first set that had crossover so there's things that deal with it whether it can only be blocked by a crossover or it can uh if there's things that can be blocked by two things or one character with crossover uh it's good in this set to have a crossover character hal jordan is the cheapest at only two costs especially when his level three side is a five five yeah and and he's big once you get him in the field he's really good yeah i think the
1: first time we drafted this set i beat kenneth in like five or six turns with that king shark Hal Jordan combo cuz i rolled him level 3 yeah, that was that was at my house um, Yep, you did Unblocked. that in my living room that's, that's disrespectful <laughs> man I'm i took so me two mean. swings and that was it cuz i got him on level 3 both times and that was 10 damage and then later 10 more damage and yeah. it was over it like uh, was and then
0: the rest
2: of
1: us were
0: still we're like you you guys
2: are done <laughs> yeah. it's crazy such a i want to i want to say a that in combo. the subsequent couple of weeks i drafted like 3 yeah rare <laughs> like, king i, I, I swear I, every
0: I, draft we would go kid I was like i got king shark <laughs> Again.
2: it was it was really good um,
1: cold Gun is another good draft card. And cold you know, Gun is uncommon so good. or the rare where you can just hold it in the field and lord it over your opponent. Just like I dare you to attack. You know that's that's a really even hard it's, stop. even
0: even it's uncommon where it forces them not where it makes them so
2: they yeah can't yeah attack.
1: either either the uncommon or the rare yeah. is gonna is gonna stop your opponent. It's gonna make them think twice before just throwing characters at you.
2: Uncommon Grod. I mean, that's a walking win condition. Yeah. Oh, if you, if Plus you can one and overcrush to all yeah. your characters. He's seven, so he's Thank a little bit expensive. But if you can cost. field him, the game's over at that point. It is. He is so strong.
1: Yeah. Um, Any of the energy-fixing rare cards? The yeah, the Merlin, the Merlin, sideboard. sideboard Clayface clay or uh, what's the Gorilla, Grodd. Gorilla Grad? Gorilla um, yeah. They all have really good abilities to yeah. go with the energy-fixers. I
0: think at least... Two of them are can't be blocked unless uh, or can't be blocked unless you have a crossover or two characters or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and
1: so. then the cyborg absorbs damage from non crossover oh, yeah. characters. So that is the great best anti overcrush. He can block two characters and he only takes maximum two damage from non crossover characters. I mean, he's not going yeah. anywhere. when So you get yeah, in the if field. you
0: guys actually go to our Facebook page, there's a draft where the final game was me and Doctor J. I had the gorilla. It was either Gorilla Grod or King Shark combo, and I could not beat him because of that stupid cyborg. Just yeah. yeah was, you,
1: you had got me down to, like, five <laughs> life, and then I got cyborg out and just shut down King Shark. And it's a good shutdown to Gorilla Grod and to Giganta, which is another big, beefy card that can get overcrush. Yeah, and she has all the yeah. tools to allow her to get overcrush. Yeah, she's got her global built-in that does that.
0: Um, I also... St- don't don't forget about the common felicity smoke that allows you to spin up uh, spin up or down a character at one level. That can yeah. be very useful um, yeah. in a lot
2: of situations. Uh, firestorm. Well, yeah. Oh man the uh, the common and the uncommon are both really strong, and, and the rare. The rare man. If uh, you get every the, every firestorm. If is you really get the good.
1: rare, you pair it with uh, blink transmutation global, and you just attack and bring him back. Attack and bring him back, and yep. it's so nasty.
2: Yeah, Firestorm's really strong. Uh, I've seen people use Giganta to great effect. Uh, it's kind of a, a tricky one that you got to use her global, yeah. spin her down so you can spin her up and stuff, but that one can be really my, good. My
1: only gripe with her is she's got the overcrush, but her stats top out at 6-6, six, six, and it just feels like it's not quite enough yeah. to get enough damage through. <laughs> but she's, she's good at clearing fields. Yeah.
2: Any of the katanas can bring a lot of speed to a team can quickly oh, yeah. get i mean it's a small body you're talking a 2-1 a 2-2 two, two, or a 3-2 into the field but any of them can get a, a body into the field really fast yeah. uh
0: don't forget about common Adam, where you can spin him down one level and deal three damage or de- spin him to a level yeah. one and deal three damage to a character that is a you know sometimes you just need a clear field and yeah he's great um, for that
1: uncommon killer frost hello she's in this set yeah.
0: Whatever. She's she's what not if. she's actually not what very if. good in draft.
1: She is good. I mean, if you get her out in the field, your opponent's gonna want to not attack so much because if they if you block with her and she gets knocked out, they go to the bag. So it kind of stops those bigger characters like Giganta. Uh-huh. Um actually it doesn't stop them because they're all
2: villains. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Couple, she's not
1: that good in draft.
2: A couple of uh <laughs> there's a couple of actions that have really good globals on them. The actions are f- fine, I guess, but the uh the globals on both Rip Hunter's chalkboard and Star Labs. Oh yeah. Those, Those are, are yeah. awesome. They're great. Can add uh, a
1: lot of versatility to your team and yeah, a lot yeah. of speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
0: And speaking of speed, don't forget about um common powering that yeah. gets a plus one attack for
1: non villains in your Luke opponent's side of the field. field.
0: So if you can make him unblockable somehow, your friends hate you. Uh, uh,
2: <laughs> Static. Static's another really good one in the set
0: um and yeah the, I, I mean oh yeah it's, static it's funny as as we go through these sets we start having like oh well there's this this and this uh yeah the the good combination so before we wrap up anything else you guys want to cover in green arrow flash uh, uh
1: speedy has some really good stats and her rare has a pretty decent ability that deals one damage to each uh blocking character die um like I said, she she has bad defense, but if she if you get a few of her and you start throwing her at your opponent, she can deal a lot of damage if she gets through.
2: The White Lanterns, I found them to be extremely difficult to use in draft because you have to have one Just in of draft. each energy.
1: I thought White Lantern well, Wonder <laughs> Woman was the best card <laughs> in the game. Just in draft. They, they are,
2: like, <laughs> there's options in Constructed, but in draft, it is really difficult. There are four cost one of each energy type, and you cannot <laughs> use question marks to get it i don't think it's worth it if you're drafting to win i i'd, I'd even consider passing it if you've got something <laughs> stronger if you're drafting to win if you want the playmat in the pdc draft uh i don't think white lantern is going to help you much
1: go back and listen to our episode where we eroded that we did a that on white lantern wonder woman to uh, just yeah. get our full idea of what we think about yeah. white Lantern. <laughs> i've
0: only had one white lantern ruin my day And that was against one one of our friends, Jeremy, when he actually had out Sinestro, and doing the amazing KT rolls, rolling (laughs) double energy, and having to spin it down. That uh, Rex KT rolls, man. I I mean, I think I bought most of my team, and. Yeah, and got my face smashed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
2: so uh Professor Zoom. There's a there's a good Professor Zoom out there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah that's um, his uh uncommon. When he attacks yeah, the uncommon, when he attacks your opponent cannot block any of your non sidekick characters unless they pay one energy. Yeah. Also the the rare is more expensive, but his is your opponent can't attack with any non sidekick characters unless they pay one energy. So yeah, so
2: it's, a, it's one of those are pretty decent. There's a little bit of taxing, and th- How, did, did you mention power ring? Yep, power ring. Yeah. You've used power ring. I love that power um, yeah.
0: I don't use that anymore because you guys hate me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like mint cream. That's his color. It's like a mint cream. Yeah. 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 So um, those are kind of. I mean, we could probably make full segments just discussing uh, yeah. this. yeah, we, we could talk yeah, about totally.
2: each one of those in depth. Uh, at great length, really. Mm-hmm. Like, but we, we, yeah, we, we've done a lot of drafting. We love drafting. Yeah. So. Um,
0: so, those are kind of a quick overview. If you have any questions about drafting specific sets, or if you want to hear us have a discussion on what two sets might pair together with each other, I mean, that could be a potential. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, double burst
2: at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash double burst. Also, we've got uh, draft cheat sheets, at least for Green Arrow Flash. I don't know if we have four world's finest. Nope. We sh- we should. I mean, we we should make one. Yeah, if we, <laughs> we, if we don't already it. <laughs> have it, we should make one. But we definitely have one for Green Arrow Flash. If you know that that's what you're drafting, get on our our site and uh, yeah, definitely have, have a Deadpool look at that
1: one. Right. Yep. If you're drafting Deadpool, we have one of those as well. Yeah.
0: So, um, gentlemen, I'll see you in a second where we are actually comparing and contrasting cards that have similar abilities. Okay, we have the full crew back. We have Ken Poole, the KO King, and Dr. J. Gents, welcome. I'm sorry, but you guys can put down the weapons. We're not fighting each other this time around.
2: Uh, well, Dr. Th- J I will we'll be wrong That's
1: <laughs> It's just because all of you guys have to lick your wounds after the beating I gave you last week. I, uh, the it's, thing
2: yeah, that I I'm worried you. about it's is why would you drag it's
0: me into this? I was here
3: just to be here. <laughs> that storm wasn't even playable. Have you guys ever seen it in a game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what we wanted to talk to you guys today about is we wanted to compare and contrast some cards that have similar abilities to each other. Um... But are just like totally different. I mean, the one that I think the thing that triggered our discussion was you found the, was it Doomsday and Brainiac?
1: Oh, yeah. I drafted both of those, by the way, the other day. I, I was just like, oh, this Brainiac's got Superman hate. Oh, uh, Doomsday also has Superman hate. And then I bought one and I was like, why did I buy that and not buy Doomsday? They're the same except Doomsday's better. The only time, the only time Brainiac works better than Doomsday, what Brainiac does is when he's fielded, you re roll a Superman affiliated character die. And if it rolls energy, move it to the use pile. That is only good against Alfred.
0: Yeah, com- compare and you compare that to the the uncommon Doomsday. One field KO all Superman character dies, and they go to the use pile. pile So the prep area.
1: And I think he's one cheaper too, isn't he? No, no, they're <laughs> both five. They're both five. They're both five. And the Brainiac's the rare. It's just yeah. <laughs> why I, I bought it, and I was like, that was the stupidest purchase ever because its stats
3: are like two attack less. That's it. Ugh. It is funny so though. You would think, why would I choose if I'm doing constructed? Why would I choose a five cost? rare over the five-cost uncommon when one will clear the whole field, yeah. and one gives a possible chance of getting rid of one Yeah, with the same Superman affiliation, right? So we're not talking yeah. about what you have to do to get it's there. Be- it's because yeah. some of us like
0: to have their team have all yellow stripes and red stripes when they go play. <laughs>
1: I mean, the only thing it gets around <laughs> is KOing, right? And if this is confusing to you, it's because we use I use the trusted friend global to make all your characters Superman affiliated. The one and then person in that. the world that actually makes trusted. Yeah. yeah,
0: even though you broke your cardinal rule of not buying one one game, and how'd that turn
1: out for you? Yeah, I failed. <laughs> I rolled it into yeah, once in like four actions. The rest of the
2: game, that die is fail. That's <laughs> all not, it does. It's do How, how, how hard the are the you action. failing? in rolling that die.
1: The per- it's got a twofold purpose. One is. the... The global and two is to tempt your opponent to buying it when they got too <laughs> energy that they can't use. And if they buy it, you yeah. just sit there and laugh inside. Don't buy it.
0: Even so though I think I've seen you laugh outside when one of us have bought it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so the only reason you would choose Brainiac would be I think if you were facing Scarecrow, something you're trying or to KO. Yeah. But but still, it's only a, a possible chance of one. Yeah. And then I looked at it, and I was like, well, at least it goes to the used. And then <laughs> Superman's killer, Doomsday, does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it wipes everything, all the Superman characters, not just one. Yeah. So I guess in set, you know, you have some abilities that trigger when KO'd, but I still don't think it's worth it. Yeah, there was an, another one. Yeah, here's a
0: good combination. Um Plug your ears, Kenneth. Uh, super <laughs> rare Deadpool <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the common evil Deadpool. Oh, yeah. I think uh, this is a
3: running joke around here locally, right? Yeah. Anytime someone pulls uh, a common evil so Deadpool, you're like,
2: you
1: got super rare Deadpool. Yeah. Only he's
2: distinctly better. <laughs> Yeah, that, um, that, one, that one was pretty unfortunate to make.
0: Yeah, so if you guys don't know, for Super Rare Deadpool, his ability is when Deadpool is KO'd, KO target opposing level one character dice, and evil Deadpool.
2: Evil Deadpool is when he's KO'd by combat damage, KO target opposing level one character die, or target opposing Deadpool-affiliated character die. So they don't <laughs> have to be level one. It's <laughs> you can You can use it to KO your opponent's super rare Deadpool. And if you don't have a level one character for them to KO, you just won. You won that by showing them that evil Deadpool is better than super rare Deadpool. It's so stupid. It's so upsetting to me as I'm wearing a Deadpool shirt and hat and belt and have a Deadpool wallet in my pocket.
3: (laughs) The only downside to evil Deadpool is that it has to be during combat damage. So if you have someone that likes to KO on their own, are you really it's- ever going to put a super rare Deadpool on your team? I've thought about it just, just, <laughs> <laughs> just to try Why, it. So you be- can pay
1: one more for a yeah.
3: less usable ability.
1: Are are there? Is yeah. Deadpool's stats at least better? I don't
3: think so. <laughs> Two,
1: I think four,
0: pretty four, careful. four,
1: five, five. Evil, evil,
0: evil Deadpool is two. 4, two, four, four five, five.
3: Yeah, so they're, they're like the same. It, it is really comical how much those two cards if, are alike. If
2: for some reason you like paying one more to have the ability be outside of combat, or if you just love fist dice and hate Bolt <laughs> characters for some reason, other than that, I don't see why you would buy the yeah, Deadpool, how, how does it make uh, you feel that the Evil Deadpool fits into your Bolt Ring
0: teams better than even the super rare deadpool i don't have to answer that <laughs>
1: <laughs> another another funny one that i like is the rare felicity smoke from green arrow flash and her ability is you get an, an extra roll during your roll and reroll step right so you can roll your dice 3 times instead of twice the rare mr sinister from deadpool says while mr sinister is active once per turn during your roll and reroll step you may pay 2 life to reroll your dice an additional time and he's a five cost, it's right? It's a five cost, <laughs> and his defense stats are comparable to Felicity Smokes. I mean, he's 2-3-3 three, three on each of his sides, and it's like, why would I ever put that on my team when there's a cheaper, better version of that? A more pretty-looking
0: one. Exactly. Uh, actually, you, you want to know why you would do that? Because apparently all the rare Felicity Smokes are sitting in my trade bind. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: like,
1: I have like four of them, man. <laughs> we, got, we got inundated with those when that set came out.
2: You know, there's there's a, kind of a whole category that each one has its own merits, and I, I honestly don't think there's really a bad one, but any of the when attacks deal one or two damage, all of those kind of have different places on a team. I mean, the uh, kind of the gold standard for that is Serena. Oh, if, yeah. If you can get your hands on it, <laughs> Super Rare from AVX, <laughs> where whenever it attacks, it deals two damage unless your opponent spins something down, that's... That can be rough. There's been a lot of things to mitigate some of that damage, so a better way to get two damage through might be through Black Lantern Anti-Monitor, where they lose two life. That's on a six cost. Um, If you want cheaper and a little bit easier to use and can't just be uh, countered by spinning dice, uh, you've got Cheetah for three that deals one damage. Uh, I think there's a Firestorm for four that deals one damage. There's a whole bunch of those that are all really similar all good but uh when you're building a team if you're looking at using that kind of ability kind of just figure out which one works best for your specific build
0: yeah, i'm still curious why whiskers doesn't have a multiple for the rare status for the rare um uh what's his
2: name uh from just we from- don't know you haven't told us what so. i can't remember his <laughs> name now i just totally
0: blanked on him um
2: uh, What's he look like? This is What's fascinating stuff here, Kevin. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, that's great. So, yeah, sorry. Um, rare vibe. Yeah.
2: Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> he's like your favorite card in the game. You couldn't remember his name. Yeah.
0: He scarred me. Very <laughs> badly. Very yeah, badly. Tried
3: to make him work. I think it's time we move on. From vibe is the, the shredder s- of the Justice League set. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm like that. Yeah, he always tried to make shredder work. <laughs> Do you have a whole list of cards, Russ? So, actually, one thing I it kind of brought this up that I always think is funny is when a new ability comes out and we all get very excited, myself included, the community in general. And it really happened. If you recall, with the the newest D and D set, had the hill giant that had oh, overcrush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that card it was a game changer, right? Everyone was very excited <laughs> for that card. Three cost fist with overcrush. That card already existed with almost the exact same stats in the Yu-Gi-Oh! in (laughs) (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! And everyone was so excited for this new ability. But it already existed. And and then so I I'm really excited about the boomerang ability that's been spoiled with Batman. And then talking with Doctor J, he's like, "That already exists with the uncommon <laughs> Lex Luthor Lex Luther Luther. From Justice League." <laughs> and I was like, "What are you talking about? No, it doesn't. It's not the same, but it's, well, it's
2: pretty darn close." And and then I'm like, "You could also put in the rare Baron Zemo and the new Scarlet Witch yeah. from uh, Doctor Strange team pack into that same conversation. You know, the, the exact, exact same. Exact. If I am
3: not mistaken, it's of, like the exact oh, same.
2: Those two have the exact same wording. The Zemo and." Uh, Scarlet Witch. The only difference the same between
1: wording. the two is stats and affiliations. That's it.
2: Yeah but, yeah. but with both of those, you pay a bolt and you move an action die when you use it back into your prep area. It's the same thing as what Boomerang yeah. is going to do. <laughs> only without the having to roll a die, you just have to pay a bolt.
3: Right. And that Lex Luthor in The Uncommon is just basic yeah, action. Only works so that's the difference. Action. But other than that, it is boomerang
1: yeah it is is boomerang
0: yeah hey, i don't understand why people don't use fusion instead of fabricate
1: well uh, no kidding uh, really I mean, <laughs> really you know why they don't <laughs> because of time wizard that's why all the versions suck and he's too expensive
0: for that and you y- you have the world supply of
1: rare um oh, <laughs> thousand dragons <laughs> of all the thousand dragons <laughs> i keep pulling them
3: i've got so many time wizards it's so good so there are some abilities that that read the same. They're a little bit different. So Cal- Carmine Falcone and Doctor Light. Uh, one is sidekicks deal no damage, and one sidekick still no combat damage. Am I reading those right?
2: Uh, so they deal see. with I want sidekicks, and one of them, them says that they, they can't attack, and the other one that they deal no damage. Could be wrong. But it was... Let's see, Carmine, his
0: uncommon says, when, while Carmine Falcone is active, sidekicks deal no combat damage.
2: Uh-huh. Um, Dr. Light has... Uh,
0: Her rare... While, Le- while Dr. Light is active, opposing sidekicks deal you no combat damage.
1: Deal you no
2: combat damage. Yep.
1: Yeah, so that's the difference. So yeah. how did... Do- Carmine I've, Falcone, no sidekicks deal any combat damage. Doctor Light, your opponents yeah. so, don't deal any combat damage, and
2: so Carmine Falcone can protect your characters. Doctor Light only protects you. Yeah. So, th-
3: when it says "deal you no combat damage," that's your your dice. Because I thought I played a game and someone said I can still take damage.
2: No, it says "deal you no okay. combat." Doctor Light, you they are deal you you, they you are not still your Still deal dice. your
3: characters combat damage.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they're they're very similar as well. Yeah. I was actually thinking about those ones.
3: So, and then the the other one that goes back to previous sidekick hate that I think is really good is the zombie Red Skull. Another one of those zombies that nobody ever wants to play. <laughs> but I think he, that was the first he, super rare I pulled too. He can knows Only one sidekick can attack, so you kind of force them to keep their sidekicks, and then you there's some other manipulation you can do Maybe play the Scarecrow, take control of their sidekicks. But once they field their sidekicks, you can kind of lock them in their field. And
2: just couldn't go a segment without mentioning Scarecrow.
3: Uh, this was, <laughs> I, I, was, I was mentioning the uncommon Scarecrow. I think someone mentioned that there aren't a lot of versions of Scarecrow that are good, but I just want to make sure I oh, let everybody oh, know. There's, we,
0: we mentioned a couple draft-worthy ones, and I don't think the Rare Crow ever came up to... <laughs>
3: <laughs> but if you can... You know, lock in your opponent's sidekicks. There's a lot of builds that you can go around. Maybe betrayal, Betrayal Plus. If they can't get rid of their sidekicks. I love kicks. how
0: none of us remember one against many. It's always Betrayal Plus.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, that's a good <laughs> compare, right? There's a one cost difference. Two more damage every time.
0: Well, I would have to say one against many angers dr j much more than betrayal
1: oh man <laughs> <laughs> it deals two damage if you have no characters in the field if yep. you have any characters in the field it's it's more and oh it's i just think that so difference alone dumb.
0: is just worth that one extra. and if you it have a different. basic action <laughs> so dumb uh activator like an ultraman or something to discount yep. it
3: i think yeah. it's right up there with magic missile or uh power bolt except for you don't have the global for magic missile but it's Basically the same thing, and if they have characters, you're increasing that. So betrayal plus is what I know it as. One yeah. <laughs> that's what we call one it. One against many. Betrayal plus two. Yeah.
1: So or a or smash, and uh, smash, smash, and
3: a smash, smash and a
1: smash. smash, and a <laughs> smash.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, smear force. That's the other one. Yeah. And then another card that has or ability that. Appears multiple times is the Joker Prince. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Clown yeah. Prince of Thieves. Clown yeah. Prince of Thieves. There's a few others. There's, there's like a Mind Flayer Crown super of rare. Of like a, rare Lex, Robin Hood. Like a red,
1: rare Lex Luthor. It's like a rare Lex Luthor. I In- thought he was Justice Robin Hood. League that does a similar thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's Hawkeye.
3: <laughs>
1: so yeah. there's a. There's Loki. A, Loki yeah. does
3: the same thing. I remember I put a team together, and they're all five costs that lock down your opponent from buying (laughs) or building. And I played a team, and I had two. So I had. Three or four of those characters that all did the same kind of thing, and they'd trigger when fielded. So I had blue eyes, and I'd buy two dice of each, and I would just keep rotating so my opponent could never field stuff.
1: <laughs> it was a lot of fun. That sounds like one of those rust two hour games where it's like, I don't have enough to yeah. deal you any damage. Yeah, yeah here's my but question What was your win
2: condition at that point? <laughs> We Hoping know the- your opponent rage quits, quits <laughs> dice masters altogether. I'm done with this game. It their their collection at you. Or, or was a- this, or was this the game that you had the uh, rare Black Widow
0: from Amazing Spider-Man and killed yourself with it?
3: No, that was not. <laughs> that. <laughs> we all know that I have when I build and tinker and brew. Many times there's not a win condition in there. I'm just looking at other stuff, and then I get into the games, and I'm like, I, I can't win, but I can do a lot. Isn't that rare Black Widow similar to the rare Miguel O'Hara?
0: No. No? The Miguel O'Hara is 10 times better.
1: Because <laughs> it deals your opponent damage instead of you when it gets KO'd. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and uh, it doesn't have Aftershock.
1: <laughs> I thought Aftershock was the best ability in the game. Yeah. Only on Super Rare Hulk. Oh, only Super <laughs> rare Hulk. I was talking to Steve the other day. We were talking about the, the White Lantern Wonder Woman thing again. And uh, I said the only reason she's the second worst Super Rare in the game is because Super Rare Hulk has a persistent effect that keeps going. And she only has a one-time effect. Otherwise, she would be the worst card in the game.
2: <laughs> All right. So, um, hey, w- real quick, what's the gold standard for uh, using similar abilities on different cards, Kevin?
0: Yeah, the, the cockatrice. Yes, yeah.
2: sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, until you
3: guys brought this up, I did not know that he had different subtext.
2: Oh, yeah, the yeah, difference. It's, it's like sub-title. a one-word <laughs> difference. It's so
1: similar. Oh, yeah. no, the subtitle is what you're talking about, right?
2: Yeah. Lesser Monstrosity and Minion, Minion Monstrosity. Monstrosity. I yeah. thought they were just the
3: exact same card. They put one in the starter and one in the...
2: Well, and they worded they <laughs> worded the ability different. Yeah, one says yeah, yeah. when
1: fielded, yeah. and the other one says when, when cockatrice is fielded. fielded.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... It's really, really similar. It's a hard one to choose from. I mean they're both four cost bolts I, with the have, same they, stats. Yeah. They have the <laughs> same
0: affiliations too. It's like, <laughs> oh man, it's it's tough. Like
2: they're they're both uh neutral monsters. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah, sometimes I just have to like
0: roll flip a coin to decide which one I want, but you know. Yeah. Um all right, guys. Um I always love having these discussions and stuff. So I think there are probably other cards that we probably forgot about that have similar abilities. I'm sure there's a yeah. ton. If you guys know of any, let us know. Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, and thank you for beating each other up this time and not me. I'm okay when you guys beat each other You'll up. get yours after we're <laughs>
3: done recording. <laughs> I will just like to point out that during that conversation, I think Dr. J was wrong three or four times
0: we should make a drinking game name out them of <laughs> name them yeah if anybody can make a drinking game out of that let me know send me the rules
1: um, all right everyone's We're- gonna be stone sober at the end of the night it's gonna suck <laughs> <laughs> we
0: will talk to you all later And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. Do you have any other tips for drafting DC sets? Or what are some cards that you like to compare and contrast their abilities with? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net. Or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Of course, check out doubleburst.com for past episodes. Places to subscribe so you can automatically get this episode when a new one comes out. And just cool player resources that you may want to check out to help step up your game one more level big thanks to Game Haven Sandy for giving us a place to record if you guys live in Utah make sure you check them out and if not check them out online at yourgamehaven.com of course big thanks to all of you for listening everybody on the team appreciates it and until next time my friends may your dice rolls be ever in your favor